Hello, my name is Yami Davids. With me is Bimbo Davids. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Uh, we are talking about dealing with crisis and conflict in marriage. And we looked at um, unresolved issues as one of the major reasons. And then stress. A lot of people just, as you're stressed, when you're stressed, you don't think straight. So you need to know how to manage stress. And then spirituality. Uh, God is the one that puts things together. If you and God are not in good shape through koinonia or fellowship, things will scatter. So praying, very important. And then other things we also said, I think you should listen to this. It's going to bless you. I believe that the way a man responds to uh, work pressure is not the same thing like a woman. There are, ex there are exceptions. So when a woman is pressured at work and the load is so much, the way the emotions will be expressed is even you, man, that you are like, you know, in that kind of setting, you know. So that, that's what I'm saying. So, so when, when you notice that from your spouse, you need to calm down and first, first pray for her. First, pray for her. Don't be quick to respond logically like, are you the first person that will become a senior manager at work? Are you the first person that will be an executive? Are you the first person that will get pregnant? All those statements. Yeah, so you know, I understand so. what you're saying, but I'm also trying to say, maybe speaking for the men as well. You're speaking for the men? Yes. Okay. Because um, there are times you said that men are logical, which is true. However, they are also emotional. We are all both emotional, emotional and logical. Well, emotional being, yeah. But the issue is, you said men are solution thinkers. Driven. 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 However, there are times when, and in the bid to find solutions to things, they, they are quick to, they don't get into the emo, their own emotions. That's what I'm trying to say. So I'm trying to say that even for the men, we're talking about conflict and why, you know, it gets to a point where both parties or either of the parties just blows up when the things happen. I'm saying that for men too, there are times when men need to stop looking for solutions or try, stop trying yeah. to figure out, you know, a solution and maybe cry or maybe just express, you know what, I am tired. And it's not about finding a solution. And the woman can, you know, because women are also strong with even the logic in the sense that, you know what, this is not even a time to, this is the time to, pick up my husband, support my husband. But because a man would always think that I'm the one, I'm the one that should help my one wife, I'm the one, and it gets to the point where, you know, he has I, I, a... I was actually talking about what you mentioned about stress, that okay. the way we respond to stress. Okay. I, I agree. I mean, men, uh, especially the way we grew up, men have been told that if you express your emotions, you are a weak person. And many men still carry that mindset. Uh, thank God Jesus wept, not even cried. He wept. Uh, so if Jesus can weep, then you can weep. And then you can also laugh, because I've seen other cases whereby the man is not crying, you know. He's not also laughing. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah at home. And in fact, one of the things that helps your health is learning to express your emotions properly. You want to laugh, laugh. I mean, those who are close to me know that I can laugh out loud in church, in the office. And every time you giggle like that and you laugh, you, you are healthier. You know? And then when you feel like crying, cry. It doesn't have to be a cry of problems. Or it could be during worship. 
you know, don't stone your face like, you know, you express your emotions, you are healthier, you are better off when you do that. So we talked about that um, um, yeah, so stress. Uh, and then uh, another thing I noticed that affects some families, this is, I mean, some might not agree with me or with us, it's just spiritual attack. Yeah. There are times, and we're saying that from the, maybe from a clergy perspective, there are times when blessings are coming to a family. Some, where something is on the way, the enemy can pick it up. And the enemy tries to make people abort blessings. And one of the things that uh, would lead to that is strife, unforgiveness, yeah. and malice. Mm. So I've told people that anytime you notice unnecessary bickering and fighting with your wife or husband coming up, mm, be smart. Something big is on the way. Mm. Especially when it's like for no major reason. Mm. Just notice that, what is all this? And that's where you must pray, okay? Uh, take authority over the situation and calm down. Conversations. Um, when you see any building anywhere, and you see a lot of security personnel there, why are they there? There's something, something they are guarding. Precious, yeah. Okay, there's some place where you don't have any security person there. Why? Nothing to guard. So when you see demonic activity at times, reactions of Satan, ah, there's something at stake. So we need to overcome evil with okay. good. So please, when you notice that, so don't be in a hurry to always try to resolve the matter, you know, as a man. Pray. Yes. Ask Jesus to intercede for you and your wife. You know, uh, yeah, people don't understand that. But are there, are there signs, yeah. you know, whereby, you know, you can see that this conflict it's is becoming, is going to become a war in the next few days or next few hours. Is there, are there signs that couples should look out for, you know? Um, I know that for me, uh, for us, for you, <laughs> uh, when I when I I get quiet, you know, I think you you pick it up. Ah. I know. I think you know how to when you you see some things on my face. I don't know about that because I don't want to be manipulated. You know, so I don't be coming quiet so that I can pick things up. Uh, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> It's just that we know each other. So you always know when, you know, um, I'm not happy, you know. So I think there are signs because we've been, of course, we're married for 20 years. So as I signs... We're married for 20 years, but we've been friends for 1993. How, how, how long is that? I can't calculate. <laughs> uh, for those of us in the studio, how, how, how many years is that? 27. That's 29. Almost 30 years. So that, that just dawned on me. It makes a lot of difference, okay? Oh, yes, because as she said, I, I, she picks up when I'm not happy, and I pick it up when she's not happy. And I think we should love people to that level, to that where when somebody is not okay, we should not pretend like it's not there. Mm. You know, we should not pretend like, you know, what is it again? Or uh, that's a business, or that's his business. That's rotten, that's rotten, rottenness. You notice that your spouse is down, there must be something. You might have some justification, but there must be something. And I think it should bother you. You should, you should want to see the thing resolved. You might not even know how it's going to be resolved, but uh, being alive to that, being, being understanding of that will help. Because if the thing escalates, it's going to be more problematic. But at the same time, none of us should now use that as a... 
okay, as so, a manipulative tool that yeah. you know you not be looking like. Uh, but, the, but, but you know, I'll just when you're, th- when you're talking, I'll just thinking of you know situations whereby some some couples the reason why they get into that kind of you know comp- tense um, issues and conflicts is because over one party seems to be the only one that is always right. And it may be just yeah, it may be justifiably so. Where in different at different points one of them is has the stronger point or okay is right or she's right. And it goes on for a while. Unconsciously, even if the person is wrong, he wants to be right. He just feels that is it always every time? Am I the one always wrong? Hmm. You know. So I'm thinking. I don't know. I'm just trying to put this. I'm thinking that even there are times when in a home, even if you are right, hmm. you don't have to tell your partner. Yeah. Which, or which home? You, <laughs> which home? No, I'm not. Uh, Continue. I'm not trying to say that you just you just it's not every time that you have to be the one that is always right. Mm. You have to be the one that the person has to apologize to. You have to be the one that is receiving. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think yeah, that's true because we've had cases. I mean, we are privileged to counsel with people, and she's trying to talk about a lot of things that we see happen. Really, even where, when we got married, for early years of yes. our marriage, it was the first five years. Yes, was I like seem to always be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I didn't like it as a man, especially when you feel you're always wrong, you're always wrong. Of course, the audience, everybody, you know, you know now. You, you know, know what? How can you, you, you know no, who was always, the, you no, were no. always the one that I was. Feeling that you have been, uh, you have been tagged as wrong doesn't mean, yeah. Sometimes it could be based on insecurities. I always, I always would. Defend yourself. And is that what we're talking about? So you, no, early days. You're talking about early days. Re- five, I'm saying I'm sorry years. to you. Uh, no. The first five no, years. The challenge then was when something goes wrong, you're always quick to defend yourself as, the, as this fear. And that def- in the bit to defend... Which fear? Fear of what? Fear of being wrong. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not somebody is wrong. There's always the fear of being wrong. Mm-hmm. It's different. So when you're afraid of being wrong, you now want to defend yourself. And in a bit to defend yourself, you complicate the matter. We, but we are better off. Okay. Uh, we know we are better off. I, be, I believe we are better off because yeah. um, I've I've learned to apologize, and I think and listen. I think mm. the major issue for me was listening. Mm. The fact that yes, something happened, but the other person has something to say. Allow the person talk. Yes. Allow the person. Yes. Just hear from the person's perspective. Maybe you can understand why the person is acting the way they are yes. acting. Yes. Yes. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Very agree. <laughs> I agree. You know, we have different temperaments, you know, so. Um, <laughs> what are you trying to say? So, uh, understanding each other's temperaments. Yeah. And this is key. Um, when I'm taking my bath, for instance, there were times I went in to take my bath and I just came out. And she, said, she now said, I should go and take my bath. I've finished. <laughs> so she wonders, you've taken your bath? Yes, because um, speed. <laughs> now when she's taking her own bath, it's like swimming, <laughs> like a fish swimming. So we're different. 
So when we talk about, so when you understand each person's strengths and weaknesses, you also know how to, you know, present things, when to present things, so that um, you don't, because the challenge at times is trying to make somebody who they are not mm. is going to be a problem at the mm. end of the day. You understand? Uh, and and we, we, we will not stop talking about the issue of temperament, upbringings, because all those things come to play. And that's why scripture talks about wisdom in dealing with people, whether your boss in the office, even your friends, even the children, all those things come to play. Even your children, some of them, you have to be, you, when you want to talk to them, you need, you can, as a child, you can take your, to take the whole day to talk to the child and to walk out. But if you try with another child, the child won't get anything because the makeup of that person does not fit that feeding. So if you now try to say, no, I want him to listen, I have to listen, you are, you are, you are missing it. You have to understand the person. So listening is the principle, but how do you engage the person? Okay, you understand? So that, I think yeah. uh, before we round off, I will just you know, talk about myself. Um, I think for me, what, what affects me, or what leads me to you know, times when yeah, is there are two things. For me, is stress. stress uh, when yeah. I'm tired, I'm, when I'm stressed out, I've not had time to rest, and it keeps going back to back, back to back. The second thing is spirituality. Mm. And we talked about it, but what the, I'm talking about, you know, times when I don't have time to pray like I want to, or I've not been able to study like I want to, it shows up. I get cranky. Um, things that I would usually be patient with or overlook, I don't overlook it because I know that I'm not growing. So that really affects me, you know, and I think I would like to, you know, encourage people that, you know, that illustration you give that when you press a bottle, whatever is inside is what comes out, you know. So pressure would always come from different places, even from your home, your spouse, but what's, what you're filled with is what comes out when you're pressured. So if you're not filled with, you know, love, which is from the Holy Spirit, with patience, with kindness, you know, that's not what, what yeah. whatever you have on your inside is what spills out. Yeah, I hope we're listening. That's the major thing, spirituality, because uh, if you don't pray, as a person, your flesh will take over your, your day. I want to encourage us one hour per day, pray in the night because. One the, hour. Per day? One hour. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can split it down one hour. 30, into, 30, fine. Into 10, fine. 10 minutes if you want to. Fine, but pray because yeah. uh, the way days go, you don't know which attacks are coming. You don't know what, and if you are not prepared, it can be devastating. Please. For me, um, when, I, when I look back, when things want to escalate in me like a volcano, it's either maybe when a lady is trying to distract me outside, like mm -hmm. temptation. And then, of course, I'm warding that off. And then, for whatever reason, we're not, we're not making love at home. Hey. This is a new topic. <laughs> hey. Are you serious? <laughs> so, when the temptation, hey! when the temptation is there, of course, you know, you, you are warding that off. Mm. Wait, now say it. I'm interested. Uh, that's why I always uh, That's why I'm it. saying it interestingly. Oh, yeah, say it. Uh, so, and then maybe at home, we've not made love, you know. So sometimes the anger of, do you know what I'm battling? Oh and then you are God. not happy. So that can be there. So any other thing happens, that's not the problem. That's, that's, that's. You have brought in another, that's, another, another that's, sweet, that's, sweet. That's, so that's can we talk? That's what happened that Monday. Uh, 
Oh my Monday. god. Is it, was it Monday? <laughs> and that was happened on Monday. Goodness. Okay, guys, we'll see you next episode. We are not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next episode. Uh, God bless you. We pray for Grace to stay strong, that our homes will be better than that of our parents, and God will supply us plenty cash. More money in Jesus' name. Bye.